All right, good evening, everybody. Hello, world, as Paul Crouch used to say when he opened the Praise the Lord program on TBN back in the day. He would come on and say, hello, world. Now, I know I'm not talking to the world, but I might just as well be, because this is going to be live on Facebook. It's going to be live on YouTube. It will end up on Rumble. It will end up on Twitter and LinkedIn and uh, Cloud Hub and on Faith United Network TV. So this is going to be shown in an awful lot of places. And I am excited for the guest that I have with me this evening. I don't think she's a stranger to a lot of you because uh, she's been with me before. This is my dear sister. She's she's kind of like a, a mom in a sense. I'll, I'll, she was just telling me she's about the same age as my folks. And so I always show honor to her. And I always call her Dr. Baker. Although when I talk to her privately, a lot of times I call her sweetheart or honey. But just that out of honor, you know, I, I refer to her as Dr. Baker. And I am just so thrilled that she's with me for this broadcast for the entirety. However long this is going to be, it'll be at least an hour. It's liable to be longer than an hour. And Lord only knows where Dr. Baker is going to go. But uh, I picked this topic tonight, but just in case, just in case somebody has been living under a rock and they don't know who you are, my dear sister, would you introduce yourself and let folks know a little bit about you before we jump into this tonight? I am uh, Apostle uh, Baker J. Baker, who happens to be a real doctor in psychology. And... Um, I've been in ministry for 40 some years. I'm not going to give you every kind of year, then you'll be able to figure out my exact age. And that's none of you. <laughs> we'll just forget that. Uh, at any rate, one of the things that happened for me and to me when I get, when I, when I surrendered my life, my life, not my heart, not my head, not any of that, but some, my life to the Lord, to God and let him be Lord, told him he was Lord over my life. I went from riches to rags. I mean, I lost everything. Restaurant, I lost money, restaurants, position. I lost all, all kinds of things. And he let me know that he was going to restore, that he would restore. And that he, when he restored, that it would be okay. It would be something that would be an up, upward trajectory. So I lost everything. I went from rich. Uh, uh, wealth to rags, and then I went from rags to riches, and then I went from riches to rags. Don't do that. I'm going to start singing. At <laughs> <laughs> any rate, uh, uh, Apostle Michael and my daughter are like they just start the they start they they just start to crooning at a minute. Okay, you don't want to hear me do that because I'm not going to do that one to you. So at any rate, I went back and forth and back and forth. And this last time, Lord told me I would never lose everything again. And he was going to show me uh, how it is to walk in kingdom wealth. Now, kingdom and Christian wealth are totally different. There's some differences in it. And we may be able to get into that. You see, 
Christian wealth is using, and, and, and a lot of people have it, and a lot of people utilize it, but it's using everything from this level. You can go to the Bible and you can get all of these scriptures because this is what the world does also. They go and they get what it is that God has said, what it is that he has promised. And in Christian wealth and Christian finances and in Christian, and mainly I'm talking about money, one of my favorite subjects, many people are afraid to talk about money, but I'm not after your money. Okay, uh, or the money that you think you have that you don't really have in the first place. What I'm after is that we get an understanding of what the kingdom of God wants to manifest in the earth so that the kingdom of God, the king himself, what it is that he wants done can manifest. The earth, everything is crying out for the sons of God to manifest as the sons of God. And when we manifest as the sons of God, uh, one of the uh, my great scriptures that one of the first scriptures he gave me was Matthew 6, 33. And I ponder on it and I tried it. And I, I mean, I stayed awake at night thinking about Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first and then Luke 12. Seek the kingdom of God. I like Luke 12 better than I do Matthew 6, 33, actually, because this says seek ye first. But um, uh, Luke 12 says seek the kingdom of God, period. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek only the kingdom of God and his way of doing and being and his righteousness. What it is is his righteousness, the righteousness that we are in him. Seek first that. And then everything necessary, everything uh, that is earthly bound, he will add it to us. We don't have to go after it. And we don't have to go after it in the way that uh, Christianese and Christian things have gone after it. There's been a lot of things that have happened in the earth and in, in the area of finances, in the area of money, in the area of pseudo wealth, in the area of all of these things under the guise of Christianity. That was incorrect, but backwards and hurt a lot of people. OK, it was all of this stuff because it was about things. See, number one, that was in disobedience, and that was totally against what he said. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the king's way of doing and being and all of these things that we've been believing for. I believe for a car. I believe for a house. I believe for a husband. I believe for a wife. I believe for this. I'm believing for this. I'm believing, believing, believing. No, you don't be living then. You be after stuff. There's a very big difference. And so what I want to talk about, uh, Apostle Michael talked about this acrostic, and I called it something totally different. I meant, you know, my words just got all messed up, but I knew what it was that I was going after. And the Bible says, with all of your getting, get wisdom. And in this, I went through these things, and he opened this up to me, and... <clears throat> The name of my ministry is More Than Enough Ministries. He gave me an acrostic for More Than Enough Ministries also. So if we have time, I wanna, we want to impart that part into you so that you realize that this is a part of what it is that he wants. God wants the wealth of the kingdom of God to manifest more than we ever could. Meditate on that for a second. God wants this. 
Apostle Michael, God wants this more than any of your audience, than more than you or I could ever want it. Why is that? Because it's the king saying, I have made you power in order to get my wealth so that I can establish my covenant in the earth, which I swore to take care of the earth. And I want to use you who are word and blood, we're flesh and blood without the blood in our bodies, we would be uh, illegal in the earth. We'd be dead and we'd be illegal in the earth. There wouldn't be any moving around that we could do. This is not a ghostified thing, okay? So, so what it is that, that he desires, what we want to do is to start to work with him. And in this, he talked about the word, the letter W. And in this letter W, I, I'm, I, I don't want to cry because I, I do have makeup on and, and I don't want it to fall in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, okay. Let me just tell you this. I am so honored to be able to do this. I'm humbled that um, Apostle Michael, when he said, when uh, we had decided I was going to be on his program, and, and I know that this is a God thing. And he gave me some dates. And, okay, I picked this date. And he says, what do you want to talk about? I said, I don't care. Whatever. And after the convergence, he let me know, I know, I, I know you're vain. I know what you're, I don't know what the word you use. Go ahead. What was the word? <laughs> I don't know the exact term that I use, but when I heard you after <laughs> convergence, take the word wisdom and do the acrostic with the word wisdom and you hit those points in about i don't know 20 minutes or whatever it was i was blown away and 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 i knew that was that that was your vein that was your sphere and i i know when you have people come on your programs you have them talk about what their strengths are and i'm like this is her strength this is her lane this is where she needs to be. And so I said, I want you to come and talk about this because this, I, I know this is your, I think I used the word wheelhouse. Yes, I, that's it. That's I it. That's this it. is in your wheelhouse and I want you to deal with this. And you were like, oh yes, that's me. That's where I belong. <laughs> you were like, it is the will of the Lord. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. This is what I was born for. In, in, in my field of psychology, I deal with the brain. I never understood why it was that God took me into the avenues in which he took me into to get me to this place. But he let me know way back, way back then, that this was something that I was going to, this was something that I was going to bring forth and bring forth with the integrity and the clarity and the cleanliness of who it is that he is. My father, who died when I was about five, four, five or six, he prophesied this over me in a sense. And he told me that what it was that I was going to do that. He says, Bobby, you're going to be somebody. 
I didn't even know what somebody was. And he says, there's all these people that you are going to help. And in this, he says, you're, 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 you're just going to do it. You're going to do, you're going to do it. My father was, was, um, uh, this was way back then. I ain't going to tell you when that was. Cause again, my, telling y'all my age, <laughs> you know, Eddie's always trying to get it. Apostle Eddie, but at any rate, what he let me know way back then was this, and this is what helped me through all the things that I went through, all of the different disobediences and all of that. I knew that they, my, my life was meant to assist people, to help people. And so when God took me in, uh, this, this pastor, Dick Burnell, told me, uh, uh, BJ, you got to go back and get your degree in psychology. You just got to do it because this is what it is that you're meant for, this and money, this and finances. And if the brain is not working right, if this earthly brain is not working right, then what's going to happen is your heavenly brain is not going to be able to pull the things from there and uh, from your seated place in heaven and bring them into earth so that you can walk them out. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The word wisdom, we use the word first, it, it is about the width the width of how you're willing to allow God to stretch you. See, what happens is this, many times where we are, we want expansion, but we're not willing to go through the rolfing. We're not willing to go through the hard places for the expansion to happen. Anything in our universe, it expands. Uh, I mean, you're looking at the, the celestial things. You're looking at the stars. You're looking at all of these things. There is an expansion. Nothing stays the same. So he says, I want to, I want to widen you out. Not in, Don't go and eat a whole lot of food to be widened out that way. But he's saying, I want to widen you out. I want to expand your ability to receive. I want to expand your mind. I want it to be so that there is an explosion of who you are so that you can get rid of all of that stuff. You know, right now in our in, in the hemispheres, all of these things are exploding in the earth. You see this. You look in you look through your periscope or I mean uh, telescopes and stuff, and you can see different things exploding. They're talking about some things hitting the earth and all of these different kinds of things. But what he wants to do is he wants to explode us out of the way that we have been taught. What we have been taught is but backwards spelled. It's spelled with an A and it has two S's in it. And it's okay. That's just how it has been. Okay. And what he says is this. <clears throat> I want you to be able to go forward. I want you to be able to see. And as I show you what it is that I want you to see, I want you to see it anew. I don't care whether you you're, you've got a couple of million, five million, 20 million, a hundred million dollars. It is not enough to do what it is that God wants to do. He wants the whole package, but the whole package cannot come into us and to be able to be, be released from us as long as we walk in our mind. Um, we think we have it all together. Okay. And then he says, I want you to expect things from me 
me to move in you that you can't even imagine. So there again, I want you to, I want to, um, I want to stretch your imagination. He says, I has not seen, ear has not heard the things that he has in storage, in store for those who he's, who's willing to give it all, to just be totally blown up, to get out of the ways that we have thought things were going to be. I love all the ministers. I love all of the, the financial teachers. I love all of that. But what God says is that is not the end all be all. This is where the explosion is coming from. And this is why expectation of wholeness, 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 spirit, soul, body, wholeness, no sickness, no disease. As, the, as you get older, you will be feeling and looking younger. I'll tell you a quick story that happened at the convergence. Here it was, the music was going and I'm just... I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. You know, I mean, neck back everything. And I'm just, you know, got my little high heels on and doing it. Acting like I was 40, 35, 40 years old. When I got home, my back said, baby, you forgot that you, you forgot how old your body was. You better believe for it, Noah. I put, I laid on my back and I mean, it didn't happen all the while I was there. But when I got home, oh my God, I'm glad I got a great bed because I laid there on my back and I said, I cannot move. It all showed up. It showed up. I meant, you know, it showed out. It showed who it was that this body, that this body was. But he wants to even do a renewal on that. He wants to renew this youth as eagle. This is a part of wholeness. Please hear this. And so I'm expecting, I'm expecting, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for people, wanting people, wanting the kingdom of God. People, remember I told you this is not about Christian wealth. Christian wealth, there's a lot of rich Christian people, but the wholeness of it all is what God is looking for. He says, I have made you as I am, so are you in the earth. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. In the book of Romans, Paul, I think it's the book of Romans uh, apostle where he talked about, I am a letter. I'm a letter that you, Ephesians, I'm this letter that you read. Well, if you're that letter that you read that this, I, I'm this word that you read because of who's on the inside of me, the spirit of truth that's going to lead God and direct us into all of this truth. This is the reason I'm I'm prefacing what it is that I'm uh, that we're bringing forth to you because you need to understand something. You need to understand. We all need to understand. We need to understand that the kingdom of God and the wealth of the kingdom is not what we have thought and not what it is that we have preached. And you can go into all the world and preach the gospel. But people forget it's the gospel. It's the good news of the kings. It's the king's language. Yes, finances has its own, own, own language. Christianity has its own language. Uh, nursing has its own language. Psychology has its own language. But the kingdom of God's wealth system, it has its own language. And we have ignored it. Why have we ignored it? 
pastor. Oh, Dr. Baker, why have we ignored it? We've ignored it because it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. You're not, we're not, we have not been willing to allow him to stretch us, to, to, to uh, expand our width, to, to uh, do the expansions that's want to be, and to blow everything out of the water that we thought we knew because we have walked in our pride. We have walked in our arrogance. We have walked in the things that I know this, this is the way it's supposed to go. And you try and you, you start to implement you start to implement what the king is saying, and it's like uh, nobody will understand that. Well, of course they won't understand it because it's new. All these words that people are using now, uh, excuse me, you didn't start out knowing them until they gave you the definition. And when they gave you the definition, they kept pounding it into, pounding it into, and pounding it into. And so what happens? Now you have their culture. You're operating in their culture, whichever one it is. So it's time that the kingdom of God's culture come into this. Why? Because it's making room for teamship. Teamship. You say, I've never heard of that word before. Listen deep. Teamship. The team is in the same ship. So what I know, <clears throat> what I know, the part that God has given me, he is not, I mean, uh, 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 Apostle Michael is, 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 is brilliant in so many ways. I listen to him. I listen to uh, uh, some of the other apostles. I'm on the, the uh, council of love and unity. I listen to uh, I listen to them. My my baby brother Calvin, Apostle Cal. I listen to him. I listen to them, and I would not dare to try and teach what they teach. Ain't no way in the world. And I pray before I listen to them. Lord, take me, take me into this place of where they are. Take me up to take me into this level into this dimension in which they are so that I can bring out what it is that I need to add to what it is that you want me to have. Remember W in the word of wisdom, W is for with. Well, they have this and they have this and this one has this. And I don't I, I, I go in and I get the part that will fit with what it is that he is giving me. And every time it happens. OK. But because of the teamship, remember, it's about the corporate anointing. It's about the corporate body. It is not about the individual thing. Uh, the wealth that is coming, the wealth that is here now, the wealth that is waiting for us to get in line with as one corporate being is already here. Ding! Surprise! It's already here. It's waiting for us to do what? To allow the width, to allow ourselves to be expanded, to allow God just to take these things and just to 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 pull it open, to break it open, and 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 to explode all of these things, all of these narratives that we have gone through, all of this wrong thinking. It's time for the brain to be cleansed. If you've taken too much medication, you know that your brain is foggy. And what has happened is we have taken too much of religious Christianity 
which God never called us a Christian. We have taken too much of this, uh, this religious Christianity. And what we've done is we have empowered ourselves. We've impoverished ourselves until now. We only believe in this little bitty circle. We only got to keep taking things from the old wine skin and putting it into what it is that he has to say. Apostle Michael, say something. And then I, because I don't <laughs> talk to him. Am I making sense at all? No, you're absolutely making sense. I actually muted myself because I hear my wife. <clears throat> I think she just pulled up and is about to come in the house. And one of the birds is hollering to welcome mommy home. And so <laughs> I didn't want to hear the birds echoing through the middle of the broadcast. So I muted my microphone. But, um, you know, you make so much sense when you begin to talk about these things because you don't just talk from a theoretical viewpoint, but you talk from a place that you are actually living. And you can't teach and you can't preach what you don't live because then it's just theory. You can only teach and preach what you have walked out and is a part of your life. So when you speak these things, you're speaking out of something that you're actually walking out and living in. And what you're doing is you're sharing with us that I want you to get to the place that you live this just like I live this. And if you listen to me, you'll get keys that will unlock your thinking and unlock your believing so that something will get embedded in your mind and in your spirit that will be able to manifest from the inside out because everything in the kingdom works from the inside out. It doesn't work from the religion works from the outside in, but kingdom works from the inside out. And you're trying to unlock wisdom keys and untapped potential inside of us. Yes. With something that you're living in, that you're walking in. And so I, for one, doo -doo 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 -doo, I am listening. I'm listening, Mama, to what you are saying. Would you go further, please? Yes. No, it, it, it's a very interesting thing. Now we're going to go into the I, what the I stands for. But one thing is so interesting is this. The, 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 the Lord, my Lord who owns me, who owns everything that I have. I own nothing and I owe nothing. So nothing belongs to me. I don't even own them, them, them uh, uh, cute little grandchildren, great grandchildren, the, the children or whatever it is. Now, sometimes I act like I do when they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Then I act like I own them and all of that, but that's a totally different thing. But what it is, is this, in the kingdom of God, when we start to realize that it's really a kingdom and you start to look at a kingdom in the kingdom of God, the king owns everything. He says, the earth is mine and everything and everyone in it belongs to me. So when we talk about all of this rebellion, God told me to do this, but I just told we had to argue. I didn't want to do it and I didn't want to do this. That was because you were living a Christian life. You were not living in the kingdom of God. When the king says this, when the king says, <clears throat> this is what I want you to do, 
He is not asking us. The king, when he speaks, his words are to be obeyed. Otherwise, we are not living in the kingdom of God. When the king says to me, I want you to release this. I want you to study this word. I want you to release this word. I want you to give everything that you have in that bank account. I want you to give all of this. I want you to invest in this. This is what I want. This is what I, I want. And you are the instrument. See, when we look at it, I am an instrument of righteousness. I am an instrument for the kingdom of God. I no longer belong to myself. I have been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus. I accepted that, the flesh and the blood of Jesus. And so I'm working out my soul salvation in the awe. I, I wrote this book, The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord, in you. And it's coming out whenever it comes out. I'm not going to tell people when it's coming out anymore. Uh, 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 the Spirit of the Lord and the, the Spirit of the fear of the Lord in you. In fact, uh, Apostle, I told uh, Apostle Eddie what the name of it. He said, don't nobody want to read that. You need to, you need to name it something different. I said, no, only those bold people will read it. And he says, I'll read it, but a lot of people won't. And I said, well, those people won't get what it is that they're supposed to have. Because when we start to operate in that way, then the wisdom with all of your getting, get wisdom, the wisdom will start to operate and it will operate in every sphere of your life. It will operate whether it's in your practice of, of, of doctoring, whether it's in uh, 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 real estate, whether it's in investments, whether it's in any and all of those things, it will work for you. It works for you. You don't work for it. Get that. You do not work for it. Uh, uh, Elon Musk, people work at Tesla. They don't work for him. They work for God. They work. <laughs> he might think they're working for him, but he don't own it. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and everything and everybody in it. I don't care how wealthy you think you are. And I'm just, I, I just happened to, somebody was talking about him today and that's why his name came up. Whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's Baker Baker, whether it's whoever it is, I don't care who you are. You brought nothing into this world and I guarantee you, you ain't gonna take nothing out. So how much do you own? How much do you actually own? Nothing. God is the only one that brought it in and he's the only one that can take it out, okay? So the I stands for insight. Most people are benighted. Most of the so-called church is a benighted church, which means it don't see. It sees dimly. And the inside is form, is it's form and comes from, as Apostle Michael said, from the inside out. I don't care what I see on the outside. It's what I see from in here. It's what I see. This is what Jesus said. Uh, this is the way I interpreted it. He says, I only do what I hear, what I see my father do. Only do what I see my father says. And in the book of uh, uh, um, Habakkuk, I think it is, he says, I stand on my watch to see what he will say, 
to hear what he, out to hear, to see. I'm going to see what it is that he's saying. So if you can't see it, if you can't see it inside, from the inside, then it's not yours to possess. It's not yours to possess. It's not yours to be the caretaker of. And I am not talking about no little bit of monies. I'm not talking about a billion or a trillion dollars or whatever it is. It is still not enough to bring the kingdom of God in the manner that needs to be brought. We need to, as well as spoken of in W, we need to have this expansion. We need to quit putting numbers to stuff. God only used percentages. He didn't use these numbers that we use. We get so impressed. Stop being impressed by something that somebody has. I was a nurse before I was a doctor. And I saw old rich people. I saw old poor people. And I saw that all of their behinds wrinkled. No difference. No, 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 no respect or a person. They all had wrinkled behinds. And when I had to clean them, they all stunk. I meant there was no rich smell and then no poor smell. Okay, stanky is stanky. Okay, not stinky, stanky. And that's the way it was. Okay, the smell of the spirit of God and wealth that comes through the kingdom. It has an odor that is so rich because why? Because it's healing, it's deliverance. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's impartation. It's light. It's bringing the person whole. It's letting them know that the kingdom of God is here in its entirety, not pieces of it. The spirit of God in us is not here in, 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 in little bitty pieces. He says the whole of me came. He says, remember this, the same spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that lives in me, which is the same spirit that knows what's in the depth of the ocean and knows exactly where it is. He knows how the fish of the sea can go and get it. He knows all of the... in Christ, being seated in Christ, being seated in him. Now listen to this, because you will never tap into kingdom wealth, the kingdom of God's wealth, unless you get this. <clears throat> I am seated in him in heavenly places. There is no difference now. There is no, I ain't seated next to him. I ain't oh, interested in his lap. I am interested in being immersed and, and, and meshed up so much until as I, as, as when you put the, uh, you, you, here it is, you have all of this great ground beef, you have all of this, whatever it is. And once you put that sauce, that marinara sauce or whatever kind of sauce it is that you're going to make on there or, uh, that Alfredo sauce or whatever it is, you're not going to undo that meat. That meat is never going to be them little brown things or those chunks of whatever it is again. Am I right or wrong? It's going to have that flavor. It has gone in together. Once you shake that oil and vinegar and that salad and, and, and whatever else that it is that you put in there, it's in there. Some might rise to the top and some might sit on the bottom, but that vinegar is never going to taste like it did before. 
That's what it means to be in him. If he, I'm in you and you're in me, then you're going to walk this thing out in the earth. But until you see it from heaven, you're not doing kingdom business. You're not doing kingdom wealth. I don't care what it is you got. I don't care how much of it is that you think you have. You are not doing kingdom wealth because <clears throat> you have to learn to stand and see things from the inside, from the inside out, so that we can break and destroy self-limiting, self-limiting structures. This structure that we're placed in is a self-limiting thing. I had some, it, I had some person to let me know today that I believe that I cannot do this because my total manifestation is not here. I believe I can't do this because of whatever. And I said, I can't help you. I said, now, I hope you don't go into a coma. I hope something doesn't happen to you because you have just covenanted with it. You have just covenanted it with ignorance. You've just covenanted it with death. And many people have financially coveted it with death, with, with brokenness with poverty, with lack, and a poverty mentality. Many people that have a lot of money still have a poverty mentality because they think it belongs to them. My God. And if it belongs to you, it's limited. I don't care how much you think you got. See, this is what I'm talking about, the, 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 the wealth of, and the wealth of the wicked. Do you realize that he's talking about the people in the church? I mean, in the church that he's, <laughs> I know there's a couple of black people on here, so it's okay. And, and, and a couple of white people, the Mexican and Asian and all that kind of stuff, the people that understand what I'm saying when I'm talking about church, okay? Uh, but here it is, okay, here it is. When you, when you realize, he said that the wealth of the wicked has been stored up for the obedient. The wealth of the disobedient has been stored up. Now, let me tell you some of that wealth. Some of that wealth are ideas. Some of that wealth is, is uh, 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 interactions. Some of that wealth are the people that are around you. Some of that wealth that's been stored up, that's being stored up for those that are obedient. The, the, they, the ones that will not walk in that, that will not obey, that will not submit, that will not see things from the inside out and obey no matter what the cost is what even they think they have will be taken from them so that those that are walking in obedience can go forth and do it and manifest it in the earth because many and all of these things are time stamped. And as we get closer, the stamp, the time, the timing is important. All of these things have been in me for all of these years. All of these things have been in me and it really was burdened in me in 1983. But until now, until now, and I know that there are people, that there is a people group that are ready for this. Why? Because he's releasing it. He is releasing it now, and he's releasing it on all of these different medias. He let me know way back then that I would be doing this. I would be doing this internationally, all over the world, universally, because what it is, is going into the sound systems. It's going in and it's changing things. It's changing, it's, it's changing uh, uh, rhythms. It's changing things so that why? So it can get to every person that wants to hear what it is that God says. So that we're able to break the destroying self-limiting structures, these structures and self-limiting structures that are barriers on the inside. 
not on the outside. You can't be going around saying they won't let me do it. It's because I'm I'm this or I'm that. I'm a woman or I'm 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 white or I'm black or I'm 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 just I, I don't have the education. I don't have this. Uh, you have just set up a barrier within yourself that says God ain't got no power. Who got the power? It ain't God. That's what you're saying. See lot. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so these barriers, these I can'ts, or uh, it's uh, it's really I won't. Okay. So Apostle Michael, I finished with the uh, the I. I mean, I'm not really finished with it, but I've done the I. Talk to us. <laughs> well, I mean, you just dropped the mic about six times, but <laughs> the uh, I can't. <laughs> means I won't, and it means that God doesn't have any power. <laughs> That's a strong statement, but it is reality. I remember back in the in the heyday of the Word of Faith movement, something that uh, Buddy Harrison used to say, and you'll remember this, and uh, Marilyn Hickey used to say, they used to both say, hung by the tongue oh yeah and i think sometimes we are our own worst enemy because whatever you believe and speak is what you get and people think that it's only good stuff but no it's whatever you believe and speak is what you get and if you believe and speak, I can't because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. And that's really what's in you is that I can't because. And really what you've done is taken God's hands and yes. done this by the words of your own mouth. And so we have to not only see with the insight of God, but then we've got to align our mouths with the insight of God and begin to change what we're saying. I, I remember Dad Hagen used to talk about right and wrong thinking, right and wrong believing, right and wrong speaking, and then right and wrong living. And if we're believing and thinking wrong, we'll be speaking wrong. And then we will be living wrong. But if we think right and we believe right and we speak right, we'll live right. And it becomes a chain of reaction. And so you're talking to us about the importance of seeing not from this perspective. You're talking to us about seeing from his perspective, thinking outside of this earthly realm and thinking from a kingdom realm. That's right. And that's what we've got to get the vision of and get that sight and then get our mouth in line with that vision. Am I hearing you right? You're, you're so correct. You're so correct. What, what it is is this. If I cannot see myself as like this in him and with him in the heavens 
in him. I'm seated there. I mean, I'm in him. I'm seated because he's seated. Now, what I get from where I am in him, in this place, then it's transformed into my human body in the earth. There is no distance, there is no disconnect because I'm in Christ in here and the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit is in me in the earth. And the will of the Father, because the Spirit of God, he says, I search the heart who knows the mind of a man except the spirit of that man? And I'm searching the heart and the mind of God to find out why he made you like he did, why he gave you the temperament, why he gave you the big mouth or the small mouth, why he gave you the ability to do what it is. Why did he give you the ability not to get embarrassed or shamed or or uh, offended or any of those things? Why did he put that in me? Because I know the road that I'm going to take you on. And I have have woven everything into you that will cause you to be able to succeed. You see, but inside of each and every kingdom citizen, when you come into the kingdom of God, not Christianity, come into the kingdom of God, you are rewired. You are wired. You are wired for wealth, different forms of wealth and different dimensions of wealth. But you are you are you are wired for wealth. And you say, Dr. Baker, how can you say that? Because he says, Go into all the world, go into all of the domains, release the gospel of the kingdom. Lay hands, didn't say pray, lay hands on these that are sick. Uh, 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 do this, do this, do this. This is a part of wealth. If I, if I can lay hands because I can lay hands on the sick. And I don't have to spend no hour praying and shandalaban and dandaraban and whatever it is, but I can prophesy, I can speak and say, this is healed. Because along with my tongues have to come prophecy. If, if along with my tongues don't come prophecy, then along with my tongues, wealth can't come to me because I'm only operating in my humanity. But as I am seated, I am in him. I am right now, I am in heaven. I am in Jesus, I mean, in Christ. I am in Christ, encrusted, in, empowered, in all of that. And the spirit of God is searching what it is that there, that the heart and the mind of God that he wants to deliver to me so that he can do the frequency. I can come back into this body, be back into this body with the frequency and the rhythm from heaven, releasing what it is that needs to be released so that stuff comes to me. There's finances that come to me from all different rivers. Not little streams. I don't have streams of income. It's not about the streams. He says you got to increase. You got to expand. What the letter S is for for sight, for seeing through and going through. I have to be able to see through, see through the barriers. If I don't see through the barriers, 
I'm not going to have the sight, the spirit of God. He says, I anoint your eyes with, with salve. The salve that comes from heaven means that I can only see through the savvy of who he is. I see through the, 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 the problem. I see through the lack. I see through whatever it is. I see through the impossible so that I know that I'm going through. If I can see an opening, if I can see an opening, then what happens is this. Then I'm seeing that opening. I'm going through. I mean, I don't know about driving in, in New Jersey or any of them other places, but here in California, I see an opening. I'm going through. All right. And this is what it is that he's saying. I mean, there's people driving so slow. And then you look up there and you see ain't nobody up there. Oh, no, I see an opening. I'm going through. Why is that? Because I have something to do, some place to go. And I'm, I'm moving by the laws of the land of God. See, you have to understand where do I live? Where do I live? I don't want your government, government assistance. I don't need that. I don't want that. And the thing of it is, is this. He says, my body, my body is supposed to do these things. Why? Because I did it. As I am, so are you in the earth. I am here. The kingdom of God is here to relieve these things, to train and to teach. I don't want to go give people a whole bunch of money. I don't want to give people a whole bunch of stuff that they can't use, that they don't even understand. I don't want it to be that way. I want to teach you. It's not giving you a fish or giving you a, or teaching you how to fish. No, it's teaching you how to get out of your rusty behind self and to realize something that there is something greater on the inside of you than what it is that you think. So that barrier that you're thinking, whether that barrier, uh, that barrier is not even real. It's not a real barrier. It is not real. It is, it is, it is a facade. It's, it's false. It's a mirror of something that somebody has placed there for you and his name is devil okay uh to what you uh to what you want and need to complete the task knowing you have it before you feel it this is this this is a spiritual bar uh, barrier in the spiritual barrier your spirit man will fight your spirit man will fight he will fight as you pray in tongues. Build yourself up on your most holy faith by what? Praying in the spirit and prophesying. Praying in the spirit and prophesying. Spraying in the spirit and prophesying. Oh no, barrier, you have moved. You ain't gonna move. You have moved. I know that you look like you're still there, but I'm going through. So it's up to you. You won't get run over or whatever it is, but this is the timing. While I'm seated in this place, while I am seated in this place, I have the sight to know that now is the time. You see, now is the time to bring this in. Now is the time when all of this chaos is going on. I'm at peace. Why am I at peace? I'm at peace because I see further than what it is that's being seen. I see this nation. I see, I see my neighborhood. I see the country. I see, I, I, I see you. I see all of these that will obey. I don't care. I am not, I mean, I, I love my children. I love my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, but I am not interested in putting money in their pocket that they're not going to use for the kingdom of God. Why is it? Because it will destroy them. So what do I do? I teach them. I'm teaching them how the kingdom of God works and that the king's voice is the only one that's necessary. Now, if you're hearing voices that are not the, 
if you're hearing voices, being a doctor in psychology, I'm saying, if you're hearing voices now, but if you if you're hearing voices, that's not the kingdom of God's voices. Then what it is is that you have to tell it. That's not my thought. That's not my ways. That's not that that that's not that's not the right voice. So he says, my sheep hear my voice. And the voice of a stranger, they will not hear. So anything that is not the king's voice is strange to me. So when someone tells me what I can't do, which is me, I'm the only one that can tell me what I can and cannot do. When I tell me what I cannot do, okay, then what happens is this. I have to realize that I have put up a spiritual barrier, but it's not the spirit of God's barrier. I have allowed myself to come from this lower realm and put up a barrier that says, here is where I am and here is what it is that I can do. And so uh, any questions about the S? Go ahead, Apostle Michael. I mean, I know it's your program, but it seems like I'm running things. And I, I mean, you well, know. Well, I told you, I wanted you to come and just unload <laughs> and just do whatever you want to do. That's why I wanted you to be here. And I wanted you to do this. And like I told you before we went live, very rarely do I even deal with this subject on this program. Mm -hmm. But I wanted somebody that I knew was going to present it in balance. And I know that you're presenting it in balance. And, and the thing that, that gets me the most, I, I actually had the word running through my head just before you said it. And that's <laughs> the word facade. Because you were saying that you see through this supposed obstacle, that it's a smokescreen or it's a facade. And the enemy wants us to think these things are standing in our way. And you're saying if you look from the kingdom perspective where we are seated, we can see through those facades or those smoke screens. They are of this realm, not of that realm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that has really come to me, and I'm beginning to see it and understand it more and more, and it's probably just because of the folks that I'm hanging out with. <laughs> you know, iron sharpens iron. And, and birds of a feather flock together, mm -hmm. and, and we are flocking. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this kingdom mindset <clears throat> is all about not getting us to there, but getting there to here. And, you know, when the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And we, like well-trained minor birds, have come up with this recited prayer, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Da, 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 da. And it's become ritual. And it's become by rote. And it's lost its impact. But one of the things that Jesus said to pray, when he said, pray after this way, or after this manner, pray thy kingdom come and so it's about his kingdom coming into this realm and his kingdom superseding this realm and we are the agents that bring the kingdom to bear in this realm to supersede it 
And so when you begin to look at it from his perspective, if he's sitting on his throne, he has not fallen off and said, oh, my Jesus. Oh, Father, what are we going to do? The price of gasoline is X. He's not fallen off his throne. He's not. So if he's not, why are we? Facade, smokescreen, something from this realm to distract us from a kingdom assignment, bringing the kingdom to bear in this realm. So I love the fact of the facade and the smokescreen. I, I got you. I am with you. <laughs> Okay, you know, one of the things of it is, is that I've had people to say, ah, in California, gas is $7 or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Um, and and this is, I said, well, just stay home. Stay home. It really don't matter. Stay home. Don't, don't buy it. Stay home. Because number one is this. All of these things, prices are too high in California. This is happening and people are making mass exit. And I'm saying, great, let them keep going. Because what they're leaving, I will be able to pick up. See, because uh, understand, understand, understand this. People that fear. Here's another thing that people do that is so sad. When the stock market falls and you have you have stuff invested, immediately as it starts to fall, people start to sell. And then they wish they hadn't because it went back up. If you're seated, you see, it's because you're looking from a low place. If you're seated in him, then and 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 he's in you and he's operating through you in the earth. If we get this, please get this. His operation, his his modus operandi, how how he operates in the earth is through us, in us, and through us. And so as he is as I am in him in heaven. If you abide, if 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 you abide in me and my word, who is uh made flesh, made flesh here, abides or lives in and through you, then whatever it is you speak, the father will manifest it. Why? Because this can only happen if you are a kingdom citizen. It does not happen to the little Christian. It does not happen in, in, in religion. It does not happen in, 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 in this denomination or that denomination or, or that camp or that whatever it is that you call. Here it is. These rivers, these rivers are flowing. I want rivers to flow into your life. There's, there's reservoirs that God says, I want these rivers to flow. I don't want these little streams to flow. I want the rivers to flow because there's reservoirs of the wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and insight that is here for you. And when these rivers start to flow, all of the things, all of the minerals, all of the things that are necessary flow in it. None of the things are lacking. Doesn't matter what it is. He says, I supply all, all, all that is needed. Everything that is needed from where? Where are you going to supply that from, God? From where you're seated, who you're seated in, in there. So now, because you're seated in me, 
You got my mind. Stop trying to use that dumb butt mind in the earth. Start using my mind. Walk in my mind. Walk the way that I walk. Hear what it is that I hear what it is that I'm talking about. Hear my conversations. And in my conversations, walk them out. Don't try to just go preach them. Walk it out. Walk it out. But we don't teach this in school, in 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 regular school, in public schools, in private schools, in in uh, 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 cemeteries, and in in the nares, and all of these different places. We don't want to teach this. Why is this? Because we're afraid to impart. Because we're not taking the kingdom. We don't take the kingdom seriously. And if we don't take the kingdom seriously, we will not walk in what it is that he wants to have us walk in. The D, he does not want us to be destroyed. He does not want us to be damned. He does not. The D is destroyed everything that could stand between us and the kingdom of God and manifesting what it is that God wants done. It's us executing our duties in order for the manifestation to fully, 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 fully happen. Everything that is not dominated, everything that is not in his domain, in our domain, in him that he has given us is something that we have chosen to ignore. We have chosen not to allow the width of God to be in us, to, to operate in us. We have allowed ourselves not to have the insight to be able to stand. I stand in this. He says, when you've done all that you know how to do, stand. I stand because I see it. And there is nothing. It, it, it can airlift a booger man. It can do whatever it wants to do, but I'm not moving. I am moving. I'm only going to move in one direction and that's through you. You know, I used to be violent. I know that's hard to understand, to believe, but I used to be violent and in the natural, in the physical, in the natural, whatever it is. But I had people stand in front of me and say, uh, you can't come no further than this. Baby, I'm coming through you. Whether you come, whether you, you, however it is, I'm coming through. Because what I have, what's mine is on the other side. What's mine is over there and nothing is going to stop it. And that's the attitude that we need to have. If you're going to walk in the kingdom, so the letter D is destroying everything that could stand between us and the obedience, the obedience, the obedience of the king. I don't care whether it's your flesh. I don't care whether it's your emotions. I don't care. It doesn't matter what has happened to you in the past. Does not matter. Any and everything. This is the destroying power to destroy all of the wrong thoughts, all of the wrong beliefs, all of the wrong things that have come between you and the wholeness, the finances, the money, the abilities to, to, to realize that I've come to set the captives free. And so as we do this, anything that keeps me from executing my duties in order for the manifestation of God's kingdom to, to fully happen, that is what I'm not going to stand for. I will not stand for it. He's already destroyed the destroyer. And so he's under our feet. And that's what the D stands for. So you can speak about the D and it looks like I'm not going to be able to get into the more than enough. But at any rate, go ahead. Well, while you were saying that, the scripture that came to me, and <laughs> in the new word that I'm using these days, you were preaching. That's part teach and part preach. You were preaching. <laughs> <laughs> but while, while you were on a tirade, I was thinking of casting down imaginations and everything that exalteth itself 
against the knowledge of God and destroying those things, pulling them down, pulling down those straw, not allowing those thoughts to have preeminence. Yes. And that's something we do. And again, we're getting back to the insight of what is on the inside. And I, I tell people this all the time. If you want to be a success in life, cut your head off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I don't literally mean, obviously, to cut your head off. But the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding and in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. <laughs> My spirit, man, always wants to do what God wants to do. You know that you'll hear something, uh, something is preached, you'll get a revelation and your spirit immediately goes, yes, I'm not right. I mean, in here, you just like, you are all in. Your body never wants to do. It's like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. And the battle is in these 12 inches right here. And if we don't get this thing renewed with the word of God, yes, where we think like God, this will side with our body and we will never win. But if we can get this thing renewed with the word of God so that it thinks like the Bible, when your spirit man is saying, yes, amen, that's right. And this thing that's renewed with the word of God sides with your spirit, the best two out of three wins. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden your body is in the minority. That's right. And now you overcome and put your body under. Paul said, I beat under my body. I beat it under subjection. And, and so this, this is the battleground. This is the battleground. And you got to pull those things. And you have to allow the greater one that lives in you to live big in you and unleash him and let his power be made manifest in you and take authority over this. I'm sorry. Now I'm preaching. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now we're going to go to the O. I love this one because O is for obedience. Oh, I have the privilege until we start to look at obedience as I have the ability, I have the privilege, I have the honor of obeying God, of obeying the king. We will never, ever, ever choose to obey the way that he desires for obedience. Obedience is an honor. Obedience is obeying the uh, obeying is the will. I take my will and I subject it to the will of God. I subject it to the word of God and the word of God. What he says in the area of uh, finances, what he says in the area of money, what he says in the area of prosperity, what he says in the area of riches, because you see, there are steps to it. There are steps to it. There are things that you have to go through. People just think, oh, he has given me power to get wealth so that, 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 that I can do this and I can do this. No, it does not have us in there in any manner. But it's that obedience because obedience will allow you to go through whatever it is that you need to go through. Obeying what, obeying what God 
uh, God has, has said, no matter what the obstacles are trying to block your path, no matter what your mind says, you see, as you talked about before, you already talked about this one. So I just, when I finish this one, I'm going to go on to the end because you talked about those two things. Anyway, so what happens is this. In obedience, he says, I want you to live the life that I'm showing you from your seated place. And then he says, I have made all the provision that are necessary. I have put my spirit on the inside of you so that he can lead you and guide you into this truth. I want people to get to this place. Never again does it say I'm not qualified because you're not. I'm not qualified. None of us are qualified, but the qualifier lives on the inside of you. And when you realize this, that you are to obey, he is the qualifier. And since he has been qualified by God because he is God, then all you have to do is yield to him. Yield not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge. This is what you were talking about, Proverbs 3. Uh, but acknowledge that he lives on the inside of you. And because he lives on the inside of you, you are tougher than you thought you were. You got more power. You got more ability. You got all heaven backing you. All of this is ready to explode, but it doesn't happen unless you walk in the W and the I and the S and the D. The obedience will never be available to us as long as we walk in this earth and the earth realm. And the M is for manifestation. And this is where we are. We are in this place that we can start, that we can start to bring these things forward, that we can start to bring these things out. Not only do we see people that need healing and need deliverance and need all of these things, these kinds of things are a part of the natural of the prosperity and the riches and the wealth. This is a part of the kingdom of God wealth. This is what I said. It's not Christian wealth because Christian wealth only goes so far. It can only go so far. It can only go where the monies and stuff are to be able to have this laid up and to be able to leave an inheritance for your children's children. But the inheritance is not the greatest inheritance. My father left me with an inheritance, not a money inheritance. But he left me with the inheritance that allowed me to, pr to produce to be able to let the spirit of God produce the finances and produce the other things. He let me know that I was never going to be a victim. People were going to mistreat me. People were going to do this and do this and do the other, but I would never, ever, ever feel like a victim. I didn't realize that then. I would never listen to what it is that they had to say. So I was hard head from the very beginning. I mean, that worked good and bad and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is this, is I learned in this that the thing that the bottom line was that the bottom line is get this people get this all of us that the bottom line is the manifestation of the sons of god and if we are going to bring these things to pass then what we're going to have to do is that we're going to have to allow god to explode these brains that we walk in that we think is so deep and so that the manifestation that the M is uh, is for manifestation. Unless we get what this is and he's talking about, there will be no manifestation. And it's not going to be waiting for another generation. It's not about waiting for a generation. And it's not about laying things up. It's about walking with people in this. You walk with your son. You went with him. You did things with him. 
You walk with him. I walk with my children through things. I walk with my grandchildren through things. I'm trying to train them, train them up in the way that they should go. And the way that they should go is to obey the kingdom of God, to obey the king. I'm going to run through this because I know that our time is, is whatever it is. Also, here it is. People keep saying I don't have enough. The name of my ministry is More Than Enough Ministries. The name of your ministry is More Than Enough Ministries. The name of your life is More Than Enough Ministries because the God of More Than Enough lives on the inside of you. He is the El Shaddai. He is the one that, that is the breasty one. He is the one that's able to feed everything and anyone. any rate, the, the, the M of the more means my, my, my responsibility. The O is for obedience and how it will be and would be rewarded, rewarded on earth. And the E is for eternally. So it will be rewarded on earth and eternally. All this comes from obedience. All of this, again, is obedience. And the uh, the than, T-H-A-N, the V, the T is for the the H is for the hand of God, the hand with God. Recognize, start seeing yourself as his hand being in your hand. And his hand is your hand and your hand is his hand. And my hand would win, would destroy, would do the work that needs to be done through nations. And nations means finances, means money, means healings, means wholeness, and all of these things. But it's all about my obedience. My obedience will win the nations. He says, ask me for the nations. And there's a real financial uh, 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 wealth thing in that. We're not going to get into that tonight. The E is for essential in order for these nations. Do you see all of the nations that don't have and then the nations that do have? God says, ask me for the nations. Why do you want me to ask you for the nations, Lord? Why do you want me to have these nations? Why do you want me to ask you for that? Because my kingdom and my kingdom wealth, my kingdom abilities, my kingdom thoughts, my kingdom ways, my kingdom manners needs to go into these nations. Uh, 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 and this is for all over the universe to be one to him, to be one to think like God thinks. And if we don't think like God thinks, you can be the biggest Christian you want to. You can shandalabahanda, eketete. You can drive the Hondas and the and 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 the Mama Divasa, the Mercedes. You can do all that you want to do, and all you doing is babbling because there is no prophetic, there is no prophecy, there is no apostolic in and through you. You're not fathering anything. You're not mothering anything. What you're doing is you're dormant because you're not birthing. If I can't give this and impregnate others with this, then it is no good. It means that I'm by myself. I got this. I got this. Who gives a tinker's tutu what you have? If it's not for a teamship, it don't mean a thing. It means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. And uh, uh, it's essential for the nations. It's essential for the nations over the universe to be one to think like God thinks because God's hand is on and in me and the ministry that I have to release into the earth. And that's where that you need to look at it. We are here to allow him to dispense and to spread the gospel of the kingdom and millions and millions and millions will set be set free because of the power of God that is working alive in us. And this is just part one <laughs> of wisdom for finances. <laughs> I hope I've been helpful. <laughs>
I want to circle back to um, the OEM <laughs> here in wisdom. I, I love that you said that it's for obedience. And, and then you said something very, very peculiar. Because many times people think of obedience as, oh, this is some drudgery. This is something that I have to do. But you said obedience is a privilege and an honor. Yes. And that's out-of-the-box thinking for most people. And as I was thinking about that, I wrote this down. I've been writing all night as you've been talking a mile a minute. I think you've been hanging out with me too long because you've been talking a mile a minute. But this is what I wrote down. Not I have to, but I get to. That's it. That's the, that's the thing about obedience. I don't have to. I get to. I don't have to tithe. I get to tithe. I, get to. I, get. I, don't, I don't have to give alms. I get. I get to give alms. I get to give first fruits. I get to. I, I get to sow into other people's ministries. I get to support mission trips. I get. I don't have to. I get to. That changes everything. Yes. yes. And what we've done is we have reduced. How can I say this? We've reduced kingdom finances to religious rules and regulations. And what we've done is we've said, well, if I do this, then God will do this. And and I understand from the vantage point that every farmer knows you sow seed, you get a harvest. I get that. But this thought that I'm giving to get, in a sense, yes. But no, I get to show God how much I love him. By sowing into his kingdom. I get to be a blessing. You know, I think people have forgotten. They, they were great at quoting partial verses, which is mm -hmm. lies. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. If we go back to God and Abram, even mm -hmm. before he was Abraham, when he was Abram, God said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. And the purpose of the blessing was to be, the purpose of getting blessed was to be a blessing. And we have forgotten that. We have so focused on being blessed and we've forgotten to be a blessing. I don't even think we know what a blessing is anymore. No. See, something very pregnant. You said... Because you said that, okay, you know the scripture. He says, and you will know the truth. You will be intimate with the truth. And the truth that you, you're intimate with, it will make you free. Didn't say set you free because he's already set us free. And just as, just as what it is that you're talking about, it's talking about this process. And it's talking about, see, what has happened again has been Christian wealth. Christian wealth. Right. So, and it's been okay with the world because we, they know that we can't do very much. 
It's been okay with the world. It's Christian wealth. It's not kingdom wealth. And that's the difference. And 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 and, and Apostle Michael, in order to in order to shift this, we keep talking this stuff and saying, well, we don't need to walk in the old wine skin. The old wine skin is gonna burst. Well, when in the heck is it gonna burst in our lives? Because the thing is, is this when that when that bursts, it's gonna burst into this <clears throat> into this team ship. It's not going to burst into a single ship. See, it's okay to be in a canoe if you want to be in a canoe, if you want to be by yourself. No, but, thank you. No, but see, it's about a team thing. It's a, it's it's about that. And I I I, I mean I, I I really I know this. I know this. I know this because it, it's it, it, as this thing happens, as it is that he's doing, then you will see that there is more than enough. He showed a little bit of that in the book of Acts, which is fine. I'm not asking you to sell your house and to, to, to do thus and so and, and all that. We don't have to sell it. See, the thing is, is this. He says, I want to show you. I, I have brought you this far so I can take you through. I'm here to add to you. I am here so that you can understand something. I, 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 I want you I want you to allow the manifestation, to just allow the manifestation to happen in and through you. See, you got to get out of the Christian thought. You got to get out of what it is that we're saying one to another. And we got to, we, we have to, we have to, if we're going to answer the call of the earth that's crying out for the manifestation of the sons of God. So if, if, you know, my granddaughter, my granddaughters, my grandchildren, they act like what's mine is theirs. My granddaughter came last night. She came from work and she works for my other granddaughter who's over this clinic and she came by. And I was in there and I noticed by her keys, I saw all this little stuff, these little apples and this other kind of stuff. I said, oh, you want apples? I said, uh, are you wanted this? And she's, and then she was thinking about something else that she took. And I'm thinking, okay, what is this? Well, what's yours is mine. I'm your granddaughter. manifestation of the sons of God, when are we going to recognize who we are? That's why the more than enough is so important. That's why wisdom is enough. And the time that I, that, that God allows me to break down what the kingdom, what the kingdom is. Oh my gosh. But this is all that people can handle for right now. See, you know, revelation and knowledge is progressive. And thank God we are not where we were, but we are not yet where we are going to be. And, you know, the, the, the cigarettes used to say, you've come a long way, baby. And we Virginia slam. Virginia. Yeah, yeah, we have come a long way. But we still got, <laughs> got a ways to go. We still got a ways to go. And that, that M, the manifestation of the sons of God, 
that is so important to God. And whether we know it or not, it's important to even this earth. Because the earth it. itself is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. And it's really, remember the TV show? I'm, I'm dating myself. Remember the, the game show? And it was like, will the real so-and-so please up. stand up? I know I'm going old school right now. Some of these no, youngins they, 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 young have no clue what we're talking about. No. But will the real so-and-so please stand up? I believe the earth is waiting for the real sons of God, the real ones that will manifest the kingdom of God in the earth. Will the real sons of God stand Not those that are caught in Christianese. Not those that are caught up in religion, but will the real sons of God that want to advance the kingdom and bring the kingdom, will they stand up? Because the earth is groaning for it. And, and sometimes when we get in prayer and sometimes when we get in intercession, we actually join with the earth. Mm -hmm. God lets us. Yes. Come into agreement with the sound. There's sounds. Yes. There, there's yes. frequencies and yes. wavelengths yes. in the spirit. And sometimes he graces us mm -hmm. and allows us to come into agreement with the sounds of the earth. And we groan and we travail and we cry. Man, I've been known to look like a beached whale. They'll just double over and get in the fetal position and feel like my insides are being torn out. The Apostle Paul said, I prevail again that Christ might be formed in you. We've produced members. We've produced followers. But we haven't birthed sons. Folks, kingdom finances ultimately is about sons that are whole. Spirit, soul, and body. We, we think that real prosperity is only money. No. It's not. You want to know what prosperity is? Prosperity is having enough to take care of your needs and enough left over to help somebody else take care of their needs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Prosperity oh, yeah. is not being a millionaire. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We, we've gotten this thing so far out of balance. And what good is it if you have all the money in the world and you can't pray away a headache? <laughs> Dear Lord God, what good is it to have all the money in the world and be tormented in your mind and you can't sleep at night? No, it's wholeness. Paul said, I pray for you that God would preserve you whole, spirit, 
soul and body. He didn't even mention money. No. No. So we got to get off of this idea that prosperity is just about money. It's a whole lot more than money. No. It's a whole lot more than, yeah, money's a part of it. But if you don't have wisdom for finances, you ain't never going to have finances. No, no, none of it. None of it. None of it. You're not going to walk in any of this. None and of it. so I wanted Dr. Baker to come and release to us on this broadcast. She had more time tonight. She only had about 20, 25 minutes at the Convergence in California. To, as Papa Hagen used to say, hit the high spots on this wisdom for finances. But what she's talking about is walking in the kingdom. She's talking about the dom or the domain or the dominion of the king. Yes. That's what she's talking about. And, and she's talking about living that way here and now. You know, a fellow that walks on streets made of gold, he ain't worried about money. <laughs> he not. He, he, he ain't concerned about money. He's walking, you know, he's paving his streets with gold. He ain't worried about money. And so, you know what? Let, let's just get over this thing about money. It's not about money, but it is about the kingdom. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is, is about the kingdom. This is a kingdom thing. <laughs> and so I wanted her to bring us some wisdom keys tonight about how to walk in the kingdom. This is something Dr. Baker knows something about. This is something she knows something about. And this is something that she walks in and has been walking in for a long time. And my dear sister, I'm going to prophesy to you right now. These things have been in your heart for a long time and you thought they were coming and it was time to release them at large to the body of Christ. And every time you thought it was time for them to be brought forth and for you to be instrumental in spearheading and bringing them out, it seemed like what you thought was in place had fallen apart or had fallen away. And those that were going to help you do it didn't follow through on what they said. And their, their intentions were good, but their word was not. But God would say unto you, for such a time as this, for such a time as this, you have walked these things out, and not only have you proven them, but you have become an expert in them. And because of what you have proved and become an expert in, you are now able to impart in a way that before you could not. Because before you were still proving it out. And you were not an expert in it yet. But now, even if you don't say it exactly right or exactly the way that you thought you should say it, because it is part of you and because it is who you are, when you say it, even if it don't come out right, it doesn't matter because the impartation of you and what is a part of you is coming out.
And that impartation will break shackles off of people's minds. And that impartation that is in you will be like a sledgehammer that is breaking up the hard ground in people's hearts, causing that ground to be soft, able to receive seed that the Spirit of God can water by the water of the Word, so that seed will germinate and produce harvest in people's lives. It is a fullness of time moment for you now to release this, which you have become not only proficient, but an expert in. And it is your spiritual DNA. It is your spiritual legacy. And this is the greatest thing that God has entrusted you with to impart to generations. Not a generation, but to generations. And this is why, and you have said this to me, you have said, I don't know why all these young ones come to me. The reason is because you have an impartation for generations. And this is your legacy. This is what you have to impart to generations. So do not be discouraged. Do not think that you have missed your time or missed your season for God is bringing a fullness of time moment upon you so that you will walk in this thing and release it far and wide. And there are many avenues and platforms that will allow you to release the fullness of the wisdom that he has given you and this is only the beginning of multiple platforms and multiple places where this message must go forth. And there will be people that will see of you and will hear of you, and they won't know how they saw of you or how they heard of you, but what you say will strike a chord within their spirit, and they're going to invite you to come and share in places that you don't even know right now, people that you're not even connected to, but this is your living legacy. Oh, my God. Woo. Wow. I am so glad that's on tape. It went right into my spirit, man. But I am so glad that it's been recorded. Hallelujah. I, was... I had no plan on saying any of that. But when the spirit of God gets on me, I just go. And can I just tell you, woman of God, I absolutely love you. I tell you that all the time. But I am really glad that God caused our paths to cross. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. I love the fact that you don't take no guff. I love the fact that you tell it like it really is. And you're still telling it like it is. <laughs> you know I'm going to make you laugh now. <laughs> And tell it like it is the kingdom way and all that, but you're going to be on the really tell it like it is next week. Yes, and I am. July. I'm going to get to spend the whole month of July with Dr. Baker 
on her program on the Love and Unity broadcast on Tuesdays. It airs at, what is it, 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock yeah, Pacific. 5, o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. five Eastern, 2 Pacific, <laughs> every Tuesday in the month of July on the Love and Unity broadcast. I will be with Dr. Baker. I have, I get to, I get to be with Dr. Baker. I have the privilege and the honor. And I get to serve with her on the Senior Council of Love and Unity. And my life is better because you're in it. Thank you. Mine too. Anything you want to plug or anything you want to say, my dear? You're good. Honor. It's been an honor. It's been an honor. It's been humbling. And I am so glad that that word was recorded because I'm going to get Frederick. He's probably already on here. And as soon as it goes on uh, um, YouTube or whatever it is or however it is, I know that he'll oh, start. Oh, it's live on YouTube and oh, on okay. Facebook well, both right now. Start, he will start to to translate it. And and to copy it and do all of that because it's 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 wow I'm just I'm I'm just humbled. Thank you so much. Well, he's going to have to uh, start and stop and be a good stenographer because I was talking oh, yeah. about ninety five miles an hour. I know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, see now, now there's your daughter. There's my niece. She's on <laughs> Loving Unity's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> thank you, Lonzine. Okay, programming note for me. Next Thursday night, same bat time, same bat channel, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Pastor Jeremy Robinson is going to be with me next Thursday, and we're going to be discussing the pastor-apostle relationship. Wow. That's something that needs to be discussed. Yes. And so Pastor Jeremy, Apostle <laughs> Ronnie's son, I, I call Pastor Jeremy Pastor T and H. <laughs> and that stands for tall and handsome. <laughs> because he is. He's tall and handsome. So he's gonna be with me next week, and that's what we're gonna be talking about. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. My niece says. I got yeah a flyer ready. Awesome. Get it to me by tomorrow, and we'll be putting it up tomorrow. And we'll get that out there. Absolutely. And so we're going to be discussing that next week. Let me close in the immortal words of my dear brother, my brother from another mother, Dr. Don Hughes. God loves you, and we love you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night, everybody. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Uh...